What's up, everyone? Trent here, back again, another week, another salad episode. You are here, and we are here too for bite-sized takes. Um, going to kick it off with a favorite of mine um, from the last couple of weeks. But first, want to check in. How are you doing, Zach? How are you doing, Cole? Um, Zach, you go first. Yeah. How are you sure. doing? Uh, I am coming off a big high because I spent the weekend at uh, Phoenix Design Week, which we're going to talk about a little later. But that's the preview. So I just got back from that, and I'm feeling good. Right on. And Cole, what's uh, what's new in your life? Mm-hmm. Um. Things have been pretty good. Um, been a lot of work. We've uh, been launching a campaign at work, and uh, it's been it's it's been pushing me to the limit, but been liking it. And had a had a great weekend. Coming off a great weekend here, still sunny out. Can't complain. Right on. This campaign, as Cole humbly does not mention, is for Twitch. Um, been working on the media side <laughs> of their true. complete rebrand with Anomaly mm-hmm. and. A whole bunch of design companies and it's been sick so cole congrats i know it's been a lot of work but very exciting yeah definitely definitely if you're uh you know if you're browsing the internet if you're a video game fan you might have already seen it but uh eric andre is out there preaching the good word on twitch so be sure <laughs> odds to are you'll, you're already one of us um <laughs> yeah, <there you> go. <laughs> so we're gonna get things kicked mm-hmm. off here with uh, a favorite of mine from an agency i work at uh for Tinder. Um, it's Tinder swipe night. Uh, best way to describe it is uh, it's like Netflix's Black Mirror's Bandersnatch movie. It's essentially every Sunday night in October, Tinder is releasing long form five minute films inside the Tinder app. It's been promoted through PR as well as in the app. You can see uh, promotions for it on the different cards. And what happens is you enter the app and from, I believe, like 6 p.m. to midnight every Sunday, you have the option to watch the video and you watch the movie. And in the movie, you have different decisions to make as things progress. And so you have seven seconds to decide you swipe left or swipe right to make a decision. The basis of the film is these people are at a party and they're here watching this asteroid cross through the Earth. It's really close to Earth's atmosphere. It's like a big event. We're going to watch it. And then stuff starts going wrong. It's just getting really close to earth. Everything's shaking. I realize like stuff's breaking off and it's actually like aliens is what's implied and people are panicking. And so you're like making these decisions along the way. For example, one of the decisions is in the party. Do you tell this girl that you caught her boyfriend cheating on her or when stuff goes, starts going crazy in the street, do you choose to say the dog over the girl? Stuff like that. Um, it's been met with hit, like just mass, like acclaim. It's been super popular. Um, and, uh, it's been done, obviously, with 72 and Sunny LA, as well as Karina Evans, who is the director for it. She also is 23 years old and directed Drake's music video for God's Plan. So, Cole, Zach, we we need to step it up. <laughs> yeah. And it also had, uh, it was written by Nicole Delaney from Netflix's Big Mouth, <laughs> as well as Brandon Zuck from the uh, Facebook Watch series Five Points. Um, so, it was a huge undertaking, um, but it's cool to see it pay off. Uh, what do you guys think? Zach, you go first. Um. A pretty simple answer to this one, but I'm it, it kind of sums up everything that you'd need to know about how I feel about it. Um, I am in a very committed relationship with a girlfriend that I love. I have not been on Tinder in two years, a year and a half, a year and a half, a little bit over that, I think, because um, we started dating a year and a half ago. <laughs> you better get this timeline right. <laughs> It is. It's a year and a half in two days. Uh, but exactly. the point is... Careful, um, Zach. <laughs> 
this makes me want to be on Tinder again. You know, like I want to go on it, even if it's just to experience this, just to watch this. Uh, and I don't even need the second half of it, which is the part where it actually pairs up, pairs you up with matches based on the choices you pick, Yeah, which is such an awesome plan for people who actually want to use the app, uh, who actually are looking for people to meet up with on the app, people to match with. That's such a great tie in and they get it through this immersive, entertaining. Uh, it's a great conversation starter too. Period. Like just yes, looking at exactly. stuff, it's funny. People will be like, you better swipe left if you didn't swipe right to save the dog. It's like stuff like that. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like creating just such a cool atmosphere on the app. And it's like, it's just something that mm-hmm. I, I haven't been able to see because I haven't downloaded it, but I, I it makes me want to. And, and what more could you ask for from a piece of content or from an advertising campaign, you know, like from any sort of project that you're doing in advertising? That's exactly... <laughs> It's getting me on. I'm not even their target audience, and it's making me want to go on. <laughs> totally. Know? I don't know. This, uh, it kind of reminds me of, you know, what Netflix did with that whole Bandersnatch experience. You know, it's like adding kind of like a gamification or making it like kind of a fun, fun way to kind of look at something that can be, you know, a little bit more. I don't want to say bland, I guess, but, you know, the the market right now is so full of dating apps, you know, and, you know, with Facebook even just announced Facebook dating, um, that's just kind of, you know, it's going in every direction. And so you really have to have something that's different, you know, in order to bring people in, I feel like. And, you know, Tinder is kind of the right down the middle, you know, it's like they kind of cater to everybody. It's the catch all. It's the most popular. So they have to do something to kind of stand out. And this uh, whole experience seems like a really great way to do it. They brought in some really quality, you know, people to produce it. Um, And it sounds like they're really kind of taking their time with it and putting out some good content um, as well. So I don't know. I think I think it's a great idea. And uh, as I am also in a uh, committed relationship of just about three years, actually. So I'm not going anywhere near Tinder, but um, it does sound like a like a fun way uh, to make dating a little bit more exciting. So it's cool. And instant icebreakers as well. For sure. Mm -hmm. With whatever you choose. Yeah. Perfect conversation starter. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, it's um it's cool. It's fun. Um it's it's cool. Uh the, the that's the thing too is like the the story is just really cool to watch. So Can you speak to the It's, it's fun. And uh, good job. Good job subtly mentioning that both of you are yeah, in committed like relationships. We need your opinion. We need your opinion. Uh <laughs> yes, since you uh, <laughs> since we've gotten onto this topic of assigning ads and experiences for us to go do uh, depending on what each week we talk about, uh, this one is definitely yours because Cole and I are off. Exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm two for two now, and you guys haven't done anything, so you're gonna have to step up your game. <laughs> <laughs> you got this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's very cool, and it's it's cool to see the 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 work pay off for everyone that's been busting their butts on it at uh, 72 and everywhere else. Um, should mention too the production house with it was missing pieces which they do fucking great work too so very cool um we're going to take a little bit of a different track now um and this isn't so much a advertisement as it is a content piece for hbo that wyden and kennedy new york did um but especially with like i think mental health health awareness day was recently and with a big focus on mental health especially in america uh, Wyden and HBO partnered up to create a um, 
a, a series of long form videos uh, called It's Okay. And essentially they had a actual um, clinical psychologist, uh, Ali Matu, um, and he analyzes different characters from different popular HBO scenes. So for example, with Lena Dunham's character in Girls, he talks about um, how she struggles with obsessive compulsive disorder and her overeating symptoms. And, and you know, it, it, he kind of talks and diagnoses how she flippantly talks about things to kind of like distract from the severity of her actual condition and like actually gets pretty serious about it. And then before shows, there are bumpers now where, for example, one of them will say like, warning, the following program contains bipolar disorder, depression, substance abuse disorder, and then it says, and it's okay. And then it, it gives a, a hotline for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So it's trying to break down the stigmas of mental health and then also give people that watch HBO shows a way to seek help if they feel like they need it as well. Zach, what do you think? Um, I think this is really important for the moment. Uh, we're seeing... The first thing that popped into my head was was a little bit of the backlash that we're seeing for the Joker film. Because uh, the Joker film got criticized for glamorizing violence, uh, having too much of a of a positive portrayal of the main character, which I will vehemently disagree with on that. But yeah, can... I haven't seen it, so I can't I can't claim. But the point is, regardless, that's a pain point for people. That's something that people have taken away from the film, and and it, and it worries them a little bit. And I think this campaign is a great way to kind of confront something just like that. Granted, it's not for the Jokers for HBO shows, but what a great tie-in with, like you said, World Mental Health Day happening just a, a week ago, sometime recently. Uh, what a great way to promote such an awesome and very important cultural conversation uh, on their platform, airing it at the beginning of every show and tying it into the characters within that said show. Um, so I think that's just an, an amazing way to both make a difference while also, you know, incorporating your own content, incorporating your own uh, shows into, into that piece, into that advertisement and into the, the episodes where the psychologist actually analyzes this stuff, which is just an additional uh, awesome look at how an, a real psychologist would break down the feelings, the attitudes, etc. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Cole, what do you think? Um, yeah, I think it's a really cool way to kind of, you know, uh, take hold of a really, you know, prescient uh, cultural issue right now. You know, I feel like mental health and mental health awareness has kind of been a really hot topic, especially the last um, kind of couple of years. Um, you know, we had earlier this year, uh, Mullen Lowe, obviously, my agency did a piece on mental health awareness for Burger King and kind of normalizing different feelings and making sure that people are okay with confronting those. And I think that that, uh, this HBO piece is another step in that. And it's a really good advantage too, because obviously they're holding a lot of these cultural pieces, like, you know, the Sopranos is going to have this mental health warning, you know, at the beginning, not necessarily a warning, but, uh, I guess a call out, um, whatever you kind of want to say there. It's like a, it's like a um, yeah, know, I guess. Like a awareness bumper almost. Awareness bumper. Nice. There we go. That's that's probably a good way to describe it. And, you know, it's, it's providing people with that information, you know, and giving them more knowledge on the topic. And, and I think, honestly, one thing with mental health is just kind of thinking through it and even being aware of it yourself if you're, you know, going through a mental health um, kind of 
a, a illness or kind of going through a period there, it, it helps to kind of know that that's normal and that's something that, you know, people experience in these shows and even some of the people that, you know, characters that you enjoy to watch. Definitely. So, no, I think it's really good. And, you know, kind of a cool time. Yeah, it's a, so, it's a very yeah. important topic. And I think any of you listening out there, if you're going through a hardship, just know that it's it's okay to feel the way you feel. And, um, you know, there's no shame in that. And, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to someone if you feel like you need to talk. And um, it's definitely an important important topic and i'm glad to see that brands are doing it um it's definitely i don't even think it's the moment of this year it's been a thing for a few years now which is good and i i hope that it'll continue to become discussed more uh, more and more openly and uh yeah i think moving on to the next topic too uh, a little bit of a lighter note uh just a very cool out of home buy and execution that i wanted to highlight um Obviously, most of us probably know that uh, J.K. Rowling has her play on Broadway, Harry Potter, uh, The Cursed Child. Um, there's a global expansion of that play taking place, and they did a Times Square takeover um, with, like, I think all 51 towering screens, um, where essentially it just all played in sync and unison at once, kind of introduced the play again. And then suddenly like something went wrong on the screens and it sounded like there were Dementors coming and it kind of played this whole experience. And uh, it's a very cool execution for people to just be in Times Square, which if you haven't been is it's kind of a headache almost because there's so many screens and it's so backed up with traffic, but it's literally almost like it just you feel surrounded in screens and ads and to have all of those playing Harry Potter stuff at the same time all in unison to like do like almost like a big movie theater screen, super cool buy. I can only imagine how much it cost or what the partnership was to get that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe there was a lot of tickets given out to the show as a trade deal for it, but uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, and it was, you know, developed and produced by AKA. Um, what do y'all think? It's just kind of a cool execution there. Cole, I know you love out of home, but Zach, what do you think first? Um, there's one thing that really drew me to advertising in the first place. This is a little bit of a personal anecdote or a personal bias that I have for. We love those. Um, Let's get into it. But it's, I wanted to entertain people. That's why I got into this business. I, I fell in love with doing theater uh, and wanted to turn that into something that I found was a viable option for me in my career going forward. I landed on advertising. Because I think at its best, advertising has the ability to both inform and entertain. Uh, and that's exactly what this is, you know? Yeah, it's a massive buy, but it's just a very entertaining piece. If I can only imagine being in Times Square and getting to watch all of the screens flash to Harry Potter and tell this one minute or whatever it was. I think it was like about a minute. Maybe it was a little longer. Uh, but this, this story... And putting you in, like putting you back into that Harry Potter world that all of us are so familiar with, uh, especially if you haven't been in, in it for a while. Uh, just what a great way to promote the launch of this this show on Broadway. Like, that's kind of all I have to say for it. Is it, it, I think the entertainment value that you can get while also being informed of the fact that this new show is here is incredible, and that's that's all you can hope for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think Cole, you there? 
Zach, can you hear me? I can hear you, but I can't hear him. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck Colt. Hey, you cut out. Can you start over? Yeah, no, totally. Sorry. I, I started talking, but I don't think you could hear me. Yeah, you couldn't hear you. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. you cut That's out. Odd. But you're good. You can just, just start over. The yeah. Okay, yeah, totally fine. Uh... <laughs> He's God. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, what? my Lord. What? Is everything okay? Hey, oh. can you start over again? Oh. Yeah, you lost did I again, buddy. Out again? <laughs> Can you start over again? Oh my god. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Like literally uh, right when right. you start speaking. Salad is not sponsored by Zencaster, the one program <laughs> yeah. that makes it a pain in the ass for your recording needs. Oh, I hope they didn't hear that because we are still sponsored. No, we're sponsored by Anchor, <laughs> the, the premier oh, yeah, recording true. program. <laughs> I get them mixed up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Zach laughed louder so I can have something to put in for the cold open. <laughs> Zencaster's not picking up your laugh well enough because it's a shitty program. <laughs> All right. Hey. Here we go. So, you guys know me. I love Out of Home. Um, love a goodbye. And I love to see, you know, New York lighting up with what was it? Like 52, 51, I yeah, believe. Different, that's it, boy. Uh, electronic billboards um you know lighting up the night sky and showing people harry potter is maybe they've never seen it before um and it's really cool because it really does show the things that are possible you know nowadays um it's it's pretty crazy but really most bus billboards are now electronic anyway um so it really opens up the opportunities and what you can show on them and this is really cool place to take advantage of you know Times square and obviously to the city where the play is going to be taking or is going to be uh you know at um it's good for the people that live in the city to kind of show that off um so i think it's a really good opportunity and and i think that other brands should be thinking of how they can take advantage of spaces like this to really like tell a more expansive story through um an out of home buy and you know this there's probably a lot of coordination i cannot imagine to get all of those boards to go in you know in the same cadence with each other um but you know hopefully they got a lot of eyes on it and uh you know the youtube video has a lot of views as well so there you go there you go that's pretty cool and i think uh it, it 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 just you know it's nice to see that kind of an execution uh obviously not everyone can do it but again Think about out of home in ways other than just that one single billboard on the freeway, because you can do some cool stuff with it. Um, we're going to move to another, I think, point that we like to make on salad a lot, which is if you want to be good on social, you got to act fast with culture and what's going on. And I just want to give a shout out to Jeep. They did exactly that. I'm not usually a big fan of Jeep and their advertising, to be honest. Um, but they did a really good job here. Essentially what happened is there's the, you know, think, think to your phone, close your eyes, close your eyes with me here. Imagine your phone, your smartphone, but you have an emoji too, probably. And you probably have a car emoji. Now, if you have an iPhone, there's a blue boxy car that when you type Jeep in the texting, uh, it auto recommends that blue boxy car as a Jeep. And essentially jeep decided to protest against this by saying hashtag this is not a jeep and essentially putting that (laughs) 
that emoji on different scenes in the outdoors and like you see it just like this is this one i'm looking at right now is stuck on a rock in a river like it can't move anywhere <laughs> and then they created a film <laughs> with it too and in the in the most recent ios update um it actually did not it delinked that word uh that emoji from the word jeep and this wasn't done through jeep communicating to apple it's kind of a funny timing of you know jeep coming out with this campaign and then also at the same time apple delinked it um, and so the CMO and stuff is uh, Jeep is talking about how he praises Apple for removing it. And but the the ads by Huge Detroit are super funny. And um, it's just it's a very, very cool thing. Jeep now emoji free is uh, their little tag for it. And, uh, you know, it's just, again, like a cool, funny little execution that like it's cool to see brand like get defensive about something so seemingly random and, and to call that out. I think. What do you think, Zach? I got two things for you, Trent. Lay them on me. First of all, yeah. First, first of things all, first. Uh, Jeep advertising in general. I I don't know a lot of it, but I will say two years ago, I think it was two yeah, years yeah. ago during the Super Bowl, they had that ad where it was just the Jeep that like drove across the river and climbed up the rocks. It kind of looked like this, except it was a longer river. And that was literally the whole goddamn ad. And that shit was dope. So get out of here with your I don't Man. like cheap ads. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's the exact ad that yeah, I thought of. Because it was like my one, one ad Super Bowl so ad. And awesome. it was so cool. yeah. One Super it's Bowl ad does not it's make a brand. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> I have a. I just have a huge Anyways, beef with car advertising in general. I think there's a lot of lack of creativity in it. Fair. I think too often car companies fail to build a brand or they build a brand around meaningless words and phrases that make no sense to anyone and their dealership advertising is trash which makes sense because you have to deal with dealers and it's complicated advertising and a lot of the times things get cut down in the process but there needs to be a whole lot more creativity in the car advertising space i think too often agencies are just getting paychecks with it and you know hey cheap did a good job this time shout out huge thank you Good job this time and good job in that Super Bowl ad. I'm not letting you lift that down. Anyways, for this campaign, um, in in Madness a couple weeks ago, there was an article that I wrote, uh, or there was an article that I featured that was discussing ways to respond to things when you don't like them. When someone, whether it's an ad that attacks your brand, or in this case, it's an emoji that's linked to a word, uh, but it was discussing the power of not going straight to the lawyers and sending a cease and desist or trying to take legal action to get that thing resolved and instead using it as an opportunity to promote your own brand. And that's exactly what Jeep did here. And clearly it works. Clearly it pays off. Um, and so immediately this reminded me of that advertisement because when you take something like this emoji that I'm assuming it happened by accident, you know, like Jeep's a car. Like, it's not like they were thinking about the fact that that uh, this emoji doesn't actually resemble a Jeep and couldn't do what a Jeep did. Like, there's no necessarily necessarily any there's not necessarily any wrongdoing there um, on Apple's part. It's just something that Jeep noticed and they capitalized on it to turn it into a campaign that actually promotes their product by highlighting how this car emoji or SUV emoji cannot actually do the things that a Jeep can do. Uh, and so it's a great way to one, get that word unlinked, you know, to disassociate this normal ass looking blue SUV <laughs> from what Jeep's normal ass <laughs> and two, 
<laughs> I'm on. A, I'm that? on another level right now. You Get got him. me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but in two, uh, it does a great job promoting Jeep while it also solves that problem, and no lawyers had to be involved. Apple just decided to unlink the word. You know, it didn't have to turn into a fight, which is awesome. That's it. <laughs> Tinder's got swipe night and Jeep avoided fight night. Uh, all around great activity. Uh, Jeep avoided fight night. There we go. I like what it. What do you think, Cole? Um, I think, I don't know. I think that... Uh, you know, rag on yeah, me too. It's, it's a cool... It's. <laughs> Oh no! No. <laughs> no, no, I won't. I won't give it to you in that way. But I feel like um, I don't know. It's them taking advantage of a what would else elsewise be a really small cultural moment. I feel like and turning it into something that they can capitalize on for their brand and you know get some earned media out of it. I guess um, so. Good for Jeep. And yeah, I think I think that. It, it was just a thought I was having, Trent, when you were going on your rant about how you hate uh-huh. car advertising. And it's like, you have to think about where people's interactions with cars are, you know, whether it be, you know, taking it in for a service or things like that. And I feel like that almost speaks to your view of a brand more so than anything else, just because cars are so, you know, linked to so much, you know, within the culture that they kind of define yeah. themselves almost in that way. And so I feel like really brands should be play, playing in spaces that aren't just the, you know, the ad that you see at the Super Bowl or um, something else. You know, there's a lot of other ways that they can prove their worth um, elsewise. And, you know, Jeep kind of attaching itself to this cultural moment is kind of, I guess, a small example of that. So. Well, and it's like even like it didn't even attach itself to a cultural moment. It kind of created a cultural moment. Exactly. <laughs> it was like a pretty small thing. In the end, it, but yeah, it's kind of like the equivalent of like the Steakums beef Twitter account, you know what I mean? That's just sitting there making up shit, you know, and just spouting into the world and making problems out of seemingly nothing, and then like getting you excited about those problems, being like, "Damn right, go in Steakums." Um, it's just kind of funny. Um, that's it. That's the show. Um, you know, it's a good grouping of ads. I think last couple of weeks we've been looking for some some bangers, and uh, really, I think only been a few. Uh, swipe night included of course and uh if you're single i encourage you to go check out swipe night um every sunday night 6 p.m to midnight if you're not single uh don't check out swipe night unless you're there with your significant other and it's like a controlled situation i guess because cheating's not cool so don't do that um and yeah i don't know what <laughs> any last thoughts from you guys <laughs> no that's it. Cool. Yeah, Your pause made me think the audio cool. cut out again, and I was about to bash Zencaster. <laughs> no, thank God. Thank God. But um, <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I hope we see some more exciting work in the coming weeks. Hey, man, <laughs> Halloween's coming up. I've been seeing some funny Geico ads. Oh, one thing I want to talk about too. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll write something up for next week. But just side note, Old Spice has been doing some killer stuff that I saw today while I was watching football. Um, Montez Sweat. Uh, defensive lineman drafted by the Washington Redskins this year. Uh, Sweat is in his last name. I don't know if you've seen it, Zach, because you're laughing right now. But I haven't. But I just I made the connection when you said his name. <laughs> yeah, it, I was watching the Broncos game earlier. Go Broncos! We won sixteen to zero. Shout out the Titans. Um, and there was like three or four spots, like over the course of like twenty minutes over the commercial breaks, where it was political ad style, where it was like attack ads, and it was literally attacking Montez Sweat and being like. 
we're not going to allow sweat in the NFL. Old Spice won't allow it. And then Von Miller, the Broncos linebacker, who's Old Spice's longtime spokesman now, um, was in an attack ad too, where it was like showing Von Miller and Montez Sweat being friends. And it, it like takes a quote from Von Miller and then edits the quote to make it sound like he's in, like in favor of sweat. And then it took a Montez Sweat quote and clearly re-edited it to make it look like he was in favor of sweat. And it was just really funny, like, very on the nose satire of political attack ads that we're about to be seeing again in full swing and also just a good funny pun off of the name. So maybe I'll do right up on that, talk about it more next week. We'll see, see what I can gather, but just shout out old spice as always widening Kennedy is killing it. And yeah, uh, that's the show. <laughs> so, uh, peace. We'll see you again this Thursday. Last Thursday, we were supposed to have an episode and Zencaster crapped out <laughs> again. So go Zencaster. We're going to look for a new recording system because I am over it. But we're going to get it for you this Thursday. And if there's nothing, then you know what happened. But we're going to do it right now. So we'll see you again Thursday. And you have a good week. See you guys soon. <laughs>